Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Let me pick a card for you. Okay, so what would you have Kesha know today? Let me just pick a card of the highest and best for you today, okay? Oh, shit. Thank you so much for coming to Kesha and the Creepies today. I have such a special guest, Gabby Bernstein. I'm so thrilled to talk to you. I can't even tell you. I couldn't sleep last night. Right back at you, baby. <laughs> I slept fine, but I'm thrilled to talk to you. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a bragger about my sleep. I'm sleeping these days, but I, I'm so psyched to be here. I took a bath this morning and I was listening to a TED talk of yours that it's a couple of years old and you were saying that there's a bewitching hour from like two to three. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe that's why I can never sleep. You're wide open and you're hearing a lot. And so you're definitely being woken up at those hours to maybe, you know, maybe meditate at that time. Listen, see what comes up. Well, I've been having since I paused from COVID, which is obviously no one saw this coming or expected it. I've just been having a lot of really spiritual things just kind of bombard my brain and getting introduced to your work. And last night I couldn't put your book down. It just felt like you were speaking to me directly. And I just wanted you to know that, that I just think you're amazing. And I can't wait to ask you a bunch of different questions, but also I just think you're such a vibrant being of light 
and hope and you make me feel not alone. Mm -hmm. I just want you to know that. I will take that. Thank you. That's beautiful. And that's actually one of my core desires is to help people not feel alone. So to actually hear you speak that back to me is very meaningful to me. And I want to thank you for that. And I actually have to tell you a little story about my experience of you so that we can- Oh no, I'm so nervous. No, no, no. <laughs> oh my God, no, it's so good. So take <laughs> the sauna. I'm with our mutual friend, Rachel Platten, who is like a yeah. and we love her. And we're sitting in the sauna and I was always a fan of your music, but I didn't, I hadn't like tapped into how soulful you were yet. And she's like, oh my girl, Kesha has this new video out and we have to watch it. And so we somehow like we geared up the YouTube inside the sauna. We're like sweating our asses off. <laughs> and we gear up the YouTube and we we pull up praying and and the and the video. And the two of us are sitting there sweating naked in our towels, bawling, so deeply moved, so healed by mm. song. And and then that moment, I was like, I, I want to know this woman and I'm proud of her. Oh. And so I just wanted to give that to you before we even start here, because that's what you mean to me. That means a lot to me, like being proud of like having you and people say they're proud of me and you're going to make me cry already. But it just it's really hard because you're so hard on yourself sometimes and it's hard to take a step back and take in like what you've done or, mm. you know what I mean? It feels a little douchey to acknowledge what you've done sometimes. And so to hear someone say like, they're proud of me is like very meaningful. I am really committed to helping women in particular be unapologetic about their greatness. And so I, I, I hold that vision for you because what, what we, we think like, who am I to say that that's great work or who am I to be proud of myself for that? Or I got to move to the next thing or what's the next shiny object. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's actually in those moments when we're like, holy shit, I did good. I nailed it. I, I, I did a, I'm, I'm of service to the world through the work that I do that something radical comes through us. And so I just want to give that again, just because, uh, we, a lot of us, and I'll include myself for years, I did this, uh, where we just minimize the light and, uh, we should not do that anymore. I know. We totally fucking shouldn't. Totally fucking shouldn't. <laughs> but I do feel sometimes when you're just like, do a thing and you're proud of yourself, I have just kind of gotten accustomed to downplaying it or feeling a little douchey to say like, I'm I'm proud of myself. Like it's a very uncomfortable sentence for me, but I'm, it's something I'm working on, always working on something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But- I really appreciate it. And I'm proud of you. I don't know you, but I'm so proud of you. Just reading and how open and honest you are about just everything you've gone through is so refreshing because living in a world where just most things are perfected and put through all the filters and it's just feels competitive and there's all these emotions going on. Just having somebody be honest about who they are and what makes them so amazing. And some of those things happen to be struggles is really important and 
I was reading your book last night and I just, I couldn't sleep because I couldn't put it down. And you were talking about forgiveness and that just hit me so hard because as a also workaholic and perfectionist, I just like, I have a really hard time forgiving myself. I don't do something absolutely perfectly. Mm. Mm. But so, so I'm like, you've convinced me now I want to do a course in miracles, which I want to ask you about. So for everybody listening, Gabby has talked about a course in miracles a lot, which I don't really know that much about. I want to ask you about it. Yeah. Well, uh, I've been in this field of uh, teaching as a spiritual teacher for 15 years. I'm 41 now. I started when I was 25. So it's kind of, it's well. And also the other thing I just, you know, it's a year so young. So how old are you? You're so young. I'm 34. Yeah, you're a baby. Okay. So <laughs> that, that, that I just want to acknowledge that that attitude of, holy shit, I did great. I can nail that. Now I can really stand and land in that. That comes with age too. And it comes with, <laughs> it comes with just, you know, being through hell and back as we all do and just coming to getting grounded in that. So It'll, it'll, it's coming to you uh, in terms of, in terms of owning it all. But um, I, yeah, so I've been in this field for 15 years. I began working as a spiritual teacher at 25, right around the time that I got sober. I was a cocaine addict and a workaholic and love addict and food addict. And you just, you know, give me the list. I had it. And I got myself clean at 25 and very quickly started becoming I was always a student of metaphysics and a student of spiritual practices. And I was brought up uh, uh, visiting ashrams. My mom was a big yogi and meditator. And so she, she brought me to the gurus and I was taught to meditate as a young woman. I turned my back on it. And at 25, I came back home. And in my own spiritual development and growth, I started to teach. But the, around the time that I was teaching, I, I became a student of uh, Marianne Williamson, who's a tremendous teacher of the metaphysical text, A Course in Miracles. And the way that she translated the text was so easy for me to resonate with. So much of the messaging being that a miracle is a shift in perception, that through the experience of forgiveness, you can undo fear and remember the love of who you are the simplicity through which she expressed these very esoteric, deep kind of dense messages, a text that's thousands of pages long with 365 days of practices was incredible for me to experience it through her lens. So then around the time that I uh, wanted to pick up A Course in Miracles, I, I got this major spiritual intervention. So I was studying the course indirectly through Marianne's interpretation of it. And then I set out one day to, my, to go to my metaphysical bookstore. I used to live on 14th street in the West village. And I walked to union square to this East West books, which was like, literally, oh yeah, you've been there. Of course it's, yeah. like, it's like crystal heaven and yeah. you're, you can just nerd out there all day. And so I walked into East West books, setting out to get a course in miracles. And the course was on the bookcase. There was multiple copies with a sale sign and I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you for the memo. It's <laughs> a sign. I, exactly. I picked up the book and I felt heat come on, through the book onto my hands. And then I felt this energy pull me to the register. And so I, I put the book down on the table and I pretty much said, show me what you got. <laughs> this is meant to be. Yeah. And uh, that was the day I started studying the course. And I, I've had those beautiful spiritual interventions throughout my life. And those are the moments when I know, okay, this is a turning point. I'm on the precipice of something. Show me what to do. Doesn't that scare you, that feeling? No. 
it is so heartwarming to me and it's it's an excited i get excited about it there might be like a tinge of anticipatory anxiety you know like yeah oh shit something's coming you know i'm feeling that right now i'm actually on the precipice of something massive at this time in my life and i'm sitting in this, uh, like on the edge of my seat, witnessing it all unfold. And so there is that sort of like vibey feeling of like, whoa. And so maybe there is like a, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Maybe there's like a tinge of anticipatory anxiety. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like, I know it's guided. I know it's directed. I work with spirit and I trust I'm being led. And that makes it easy. That's like where I feel like I'm in the baby stages. (laughs) So I, that's why I started this podcast is because I wanted to talk to people like you about this. Cause I feel like this all just kind of hit me like a train a year ago. I mean, it hit me uh, like six years ago too, like kind of starting to get into it. But then I started having this connection with, as you call it spirit, like a verbal communication yeah. that fucking freaked me out. Did you hear audibly? Like, were you hearing a voice? Yeah. And it like scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going insane. Okay. No, you were not. Right. Which I like was like, are we sure? Are we sure I'm not going insane? Is it a male voice or a female voice? Is it a male voice? It was kind of, it was a male voice. And that was also weird to me because I have a lot of, you know, complicated emotions with a lot of men and I was, I grew up without a dad and there were just, I was surprised that the voice would come to me and it would be male, but it was male. Mm -hmm. And I also didn't know, like in reading about you talking about your spirit guides and archangels, it was really interesting to me because I was like, how do you tell between a spirit guide and your higher consciousness or God or whatever you want to call it? I can, how do you tell the difference? Here's, here's the difference. Okay. So we all have the voice of higher self, inner wisdom, intuition, call it intuition for the sake of the newcomer. The, but we, we actually really lower the volume on that inner wisdom because of all the fear-based conditioning that we've grown to believe in. And that's typically fear is the first thought we hear and the loudest. So in the undoing of that fear, we can do all kinds of practices, but if you're on a spiritual path, there's a beautiful way of interpreting that adjustment. And that is that spirit guides, angels, ascended masters, the voice of a presence of spiritual connection, God, you can call it the universe. I don't care what you call it, grandma, whoever you want to talk to, is there the role of that spirit that loving spirit that's there to guide you is to bridge your thoughts from the fear back to love. So to be a bridge, a guide to lead you towards what is of the highest and best, what is of the highest good for all. So this voice that came to you, while it might've been scary, did it have a loving message? Absolutely. And was funny, which is something you spoke about too, was um, having... I think you use the the word fun or joy, like what do things that bring you joy. And I also have been kind of conditioned that like, that is, no, you have to be in like pain to really get with the good stuff. This guide was coming to you to remind you to have some fun. 
And the work that the guide would do would be to be that bridge to whether it's audibly speaking to you or in some cases, like in mine, dragging you to the register with the book, or sometimes it's not such a direct intervention, but it could be getting the inspiration to listen to this podcast. And now you're listening and you're like, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed. Yeah, Start to learn to trust and acknowledge that intuitive nature, whether it be through a direct connection or a of inspiration, that's when we start to live a guided life. That's when we start to be led. And, and to your point earlier, you asked me if I was scared when things are busy and about to, about to pop or whatever, and a little bit of anxiety, but mainly no, because I'm trusting in that guidance. I'm getting comfortable in trusting and like trying not to control everything because I feel like I was raised by a very strong woman who's a hippie and like taught me about Mm -hmm. all the metaphysical things. Uh, But she also taught me like, if you want to do something, you want to get shit done, you do it yourself because you're going to do it better than anybody else. And like, you want it done, you do it. So I have really like my whole career and life have been like, okay, if I want to do something, I got to do it myself. So passing off the control is very hard. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. 
Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Also, control is a trauma response. And all people have some kind of trauma, whether it's trauma with a big T or trauma with a small T. But one of the most common responses to trying to stay safe is to control. I am a former controller myself, and I understand completely. And letting go of the rope is a slow and steady process, but it's completely doable. I can tell you that there is light at the end of the tunnel there. Uh, But, you know, I teach that we can do less and attract more. I love that idea. Okay. Love that. That sounds way less exhausting because it's so weird. I'm just like geeking out, but you said like the whole left side of your body was in pain. Mm -hmm. I am torn from like the shoulder, my back, three discs, my hip, my knee, my calf and my foot all on the left side. Yeah. So I related to that. It's just of like, I don't know, you know, in certain, as certain things I've read have said, it's the feminine side yeah. and there was just being your inability yeah. to receive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like receiving help because I'm yeah. trying to control. Yeah. But so I'm trying really hard to like learn to do, like you said, do less, receive more, chill the fuck out a little bit. Some of it's habitual behavior because the controlling is actually another form of addiction. It's like, I need to stay safe. So in order to stay safe, I'm going to stay in control. So it like getting clean off of a drink or a drug. Sometimes it's about just putting something in the place of the need to control. So when you notice yourself about to want to like pick up the phone and like, you know, rage out or just control, I'm just speaking for myself, (laughs) or like, you know, control a situation. Uh, that may be a moment where you pra- use your breath practice. or that may be a moment when you step, literally get up and move, go somewhere else or say a prayer or just intervene in some way so that you uh, can start to put in pattern interrupt. And that's one practical way, but there's much deeper practices for undoing that pattern. As a fixer, as a self-proclaimed fixer, because I also am that too, but I don't know how to fix anything. <laughs> I can't cook. I can't really fix a car. I can't do much, but I do want to like help everyone. Mm-hmm. How do you like not try to control when you see someone else in pain and you're like, oh, but I could help you. Or is that like, well, I'm in a weird position and you're beginning to put yourself in that position too with this podcast, but I'm in a weird position in that people come to me for fixing. Yeah. When it's my husband or it's a girlfriend who's like, go fuck yourself. I don't want to hear that. You know, it's not, it's those moments when I have to really just, you know, be more of a listener and be more of a, and recognize that in my ability to hold space for someone, I can be the best service to them. But in, but in my own world as a teacher, I don't have to uh, seek opportunity to fix because people come to me for it. <laughs> like I have plenty of opportunity. <laughs> Almost too much opportunity to fix. <laughs> and sometimes I, I find myself specifically just not doing, not not intervening in any way, shape, or form. Particularly in relationships where it's not it's not necessary, uh, where they haven't come for it. Right. So waiting for the question to be asked. Okay. That's like something I'm trying to do is not offer unsolicited advice. That's yeah. my that's my mantra for the week. It's hard. Yeah. 
It's really hard. Especially in your case, because you're you're just so lit up by all of these practices, spiritual, metaphysical, uh, just, just lighting up to it. So when that starts to activate in us, we want to just scream it from the rooftops. Thankfully, you have this podcast to channel all of that. Yeah. <laughs> I could just scream it onto the podcast. <laughs> and you have a big, a big, big enough platform to be screaming from. So it's working. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I have like questions I prepared, but I'm just geeking out. Um, oh, the spirit guides. I do like, I'm really curious about how one can connect more with their spirit guides. Is there like a right way or is it just kind of you pray, you hope, you talk to the universe? Well, we all have guides. We just have turned off the volume and we've disconnected from the frequency. So let me just unpack that in a very simplified way. So through all of the fear-based stories and belief systems that we've built up, we've built up almost a wall that blocks us from this other realm of support that is available to us. And as we start to dismantle that wall, whether it be through personal growth practices or meditative practices or prayer practices or a spiritual path or a deep, deep, deep healing of some kind, we begin to one thing happens on a biological level is that we start to regulate our nervous system. We start to become more at peace, more at ease, more relaxed, where we can actually start to hear a greater voice of intuition because we're not pushing, pushing, pushing past it. And two, we change our energy. So that's when I was saying frequency, we change our energy, our energy becomes, uh, it starts to literally vibrate at a different frequency. And so we become a match for that spiritual intervention or that guidance. So if you are someone listening, you're like, yes, I want to connect to my guides. The the most beautiful pathway to connection is through grounding yourself, grounding your own energy, grounding your nervous system through meditative practices, through breath work, whatever your your, uh, spiritual practice of choice may be. And then in that place, you can ask. It's about asking. So I often tell people to ask for a sign in my books, I've talked a lot about different, my book, The Universe Has Your Back. I talk about asking mm. for an owl. In my book, Super Attractor, I talk about asking for a uh, a lily. I mean, th- like these signs come in the most aggressive ways sometimes. Like sometimes they're like billboards. And- <laughs> That'd be so exciting. That sounds exciting. Fun. And and so, you know, what would be, what would be your sign? Just don't think, just say anything right now. Like anything. I did this earlier. I was talking to Francis, who's on the call. Um, I was thinking like a star and crescent moon. I don't know why. Star and crescent moon together. Okay. So they have yeah. to be together. That's that's a good one because then you're going to really know it when you see it. Okay. So star and crescent moon together. So pretty much we can just say a prayer right now. Thank you, guides of the highest truth and compassion for revealing to Kesha this star and crescent moon as a recognition of your guidance. I'm excited. We put it out there, baby. Yeah. Oh, now I can't. Now I can't stop looking around. Me when you get your side, it's gonna <laughs> blow your mind. Ah, well, that's that's so. It's just that easy. You just say a prayer and yeah, you pick up. It's that easy. And look, you know, if you start getting into this place of like what I call it manic manifesting, where you're like, "Where's my sign? Where's my sign?" <laughs> then you block the, you block the uh, uh, the the message. Like it could be right there, but you won't see it because you're so aggressive about it. Right. So just really ask for the sign and then let it go. Just move on with your day, move on with your life. Just trust that it's coming. Trust that that guidance is around you at all times. Trust. Do you feel as if like you are surrounded by 
not supernatural, but just like spirits that have passed on or different dimensions or how, yes. do you, how, do, yes. how would you describe it? Yes. So all throughout my life, I've, I've felt physically more than, than audibly, but this presence of energy around me, particularly in certain situations when I'm talking to, when I'm, when I'm doing my work, I, I, my primary vocation, well, it's not really my primary part of my business, but the thing that I love to do most, my art is as a motivational speaker. And so when I'm on stage, my hands go up, it's like antennas. And it's just this, this, it almost, if you've, if you've, it's, it's strange. It's, it's, it's as if you're holding the energy and I can, I can, words come through, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about because you, you know, when you're singing or when you're writing music or if you're doing anything creative, I'm sure this force is coming through. Where words beyond my own come through me. Oh, I yeah. am given the, the most, it's, it's like a directed voice that's mine, but in collaboration with this, <laughs> this higher wisdom. The same happens when I'm writing. I'm just, I look back, I, I've written nine books in 11 years. And the only way that I've been able to do that has been through this divine intervention of allowing a spiritual guidance system to move through me. I love hearing you say that because it's really hard to describe what writing a song is like. And that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Like you're a vessel mm -hmm. and you open your mouth and you just like whatever comes out, if you allow it to be truth... Oh shit, sorry. <laughs> your guides are calling you. <laughs> My guides. <laughs> but when you open your mouth, just like something will come out that I'm like, that I could not do that before. I can't, I couldn't sing that note before. I didn't even right. know I felt that way. It's like right. doing the deepest right. form of therapy. And I'll like sometimes say something and then I'll start crying because I didn't even know I felt that way. So it's like fully not even, it's not mine. It's beyond your ego. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. So far beyond. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So far out of my control. I think any musician who has had any, any musician is a channel. Any artist is a channel because th the way that art is created is through the joy and the stepping back and the co-creation and so whether somebody identifies in that way or not doesn't really matter, but it's the, it's the honest to God truth. I think everyone, and I could be wrong, but this is just something I've been saying. As I'm saying it, I'm like, I don't even know if I believe this, but I think I do. Mm -hmm. I think everyone is an artist in their own way. Like mm -hmm. if you allow that spiritual energy to come through you, it might be through your hands. It might be through your face. It might be through an instrument. It might be through speaking or it might be through writing. It might be through cooking, but I think we all have that connection and art is really just the universe coming through you and allowing that channel to be open. Yes. Because the universal energy that I keep referring to is a creative force. So it's when you allow that creative force to come through you, that art can be the art of caring for a child. Like I look at my son's nanny and her art is caring for children. Mm. It's the thing that lights her up. It's like she could be exhausted, but she's given this overwhelming, unbelievable force of energy all day long to run after my toddler because it is her art. So that's another example of just how these, and as I said, m motivational speaking is my art. So it may not be a traditional concept that's art, but it is, that's where I am the most relaxed, released, confident, and uh, creative. 
And present. Do you feel really present and very alive? So present and alive. That's how I feel on stage. Like there's no time I'm more present and also feel like maybe this is people pleasing, but I just want to make sure everyone there is like having a beautiful, joyous, safe time. And like, I feel like it's my job to just channel all of those things for all of my fans. And it's like, they're my animals. (laughs) In those moments, you're a conduit for them because you're, you are a channel. You are this being who is in the full expression of their own inspired force. And I know this all sounds like a lot of like mumbo jumbo, but you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're, I feel it. Yeah. You feel it. But what's so major about that is that when someone witnesses another human, whether it's a famous musician or just a person in the subway playing the guitar, but when they're in that source energy, what happens is, is you remind the other person of that source within themselves. So that's why people love being in a concert because they're in the presence of that channeled energy. And it is a reflection back to them of who they really are. I love that. Well, I also in turn receive the greatest thing in the world is watching people be joyous. Yeah. Because I can get, so, um, I don't know when you're a singer and you like stress out about the stupidest shit, I'll be like, Oh my God, my wig or like my Spanx. And it's like, I can't believe I'm stressing, seriously stressing out about this, but I'm so stressed out about this. Listen, listen, you, you, I think that we are humans having, we're spirits having a human experience. And so while we have these belief systems and you're growing the belief systems and you're strengthening your connection to that service oriented presence of all the work that you do, we're still, we're still having a human experience. And so those need the need to control the need to obsess about the hair or the spanks or whatever, that's always just our own, uh, unresolved wound or it's our moment of, uh, energy that has to just come out or whatever it is. It's, it's human. And we have to be, uh, very forgiving of ourselves in those moments, especially well, when love- show up and do something major for somebody. I'm a very visual person. Mm-hmm. So you were talking about kind of, I don't want to butcher your words. So I'll, I'll allow you to tell me what I'm talking about, but just the disconnection from the body in like a healthy way. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I really loved reading about that because in the past I've had body issues and being in front of the world, it's stressful and people have opinions about your body and, yeah. and re- reading your book, I was like, Oh my God, this is like what I feel like now. I feel like the universe is inside me and I got given this, this is my housing. <laughs> and totally. <laughs> There's this beautiful message from A Court's Miracles, I am not my body, I am free. And what that means to me is that we, when we have what the Course calls body identification, it's this belief system that we are only our body, we are only our, the pretenses that we've built up around ourselves, Gabby Bernstein, Kesha, artist, writer, whatever we believe we are. And that is the ego perception. It's the, it's the worldly perception. And we dissociate from that spiritual connection. So it's about living here on earth in this human body, but thinking with the thoughts of, of love, thinking with the thoughts of spirit and recognizing that there isn't, it doesn't have to be one or the other. 
you don't want to be so spiritual that you're bypassing your physical experience either. That's like, you know, you've seen those people, those people are like floating away, you know, they're like come back to earth, honey. That, <laughs> that's not what we want either, but we want to have that balance of being able to be grounded in this physical experience. And at the same time, be led by that voice of spiritual connection and that feeling of inspiration. So it's, um, it's kind of like tuning an instrument, frankly, it's uh, being in tune with that energy and being able to use it in the physical form. It is, it's really like a alchemical thing where you are, are shifting and, and, and adjusting with the, with the ability to fine tune it. And so, uh, that comes with like anything, like any, any musical instrument, the more you practice, the more you can easily tune in. It's so true. It's so true. And like, I also feel like it's this dance where yes, life has kind of been like this, you know, self-obsessed dance. And all I was focused on was what I wanted to do for a very long time. And then all of a sudden it just kind of started changing and it's kept changing. And so it's really exciting to talk to somebody that I feel like has really, you've, materialized being this light worker that goes around and writes and makes art and does their art. And it's just so inspirational and you're so honest. Okay. Manifesting. You're like a master manifester. Do you ever get stuck in certain areas yourself? Or are you so good at manifesting or you catch yourself quickly when you start becoming, I believe there was one called like manic manifesting mm -hmm. or just coming from a place of not having, um, scarcity. I believe that the secret to manifesting is to forget what you think you need, because when we're in that place of, it has to be this way at this time on this exact date and this exact moment, or he has to look exactly like that and have this much money and what, you know, or the, the, da, 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 all of our agenda, our agenda blocks the energetic receptivity. It blocks the joy. It blocks the magnetic force. And it blocks something that often can be far greater than what we ever imagined. So really it's about surrendering to what is of the highest good for all and taking our hands off the wheel. Because when we're in that place of controlling, that's what I call manic manifester. And it's, you know, I've done the vision boards. I've done all the yoga classes. I've listened to all the mantras. I'm talking to so-and-so. I'm reading the books. I'm listening to Kesha, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's like, but I'm not manifesting. And I, you know, I hear those people in my audiences all the time. And I'm like, cause you're manic and that energy ain't attractive. And so if you want to be a super attractor, as I call it, it's just super attractor being grounded in the joy, the inspiration. For instance, when you're creating music or on stage, that's when you're most aligned in your super attractor power. You're not thinking about what happened an hour ago. And you're not thinking about what's happening next week or tomorrow or in, a, in five minutes. You're in the moment, you're in joy, you're inspired, which means you're in spirit. And that's when you are super, super, super attractor. If there's ever a moment for you to set intentions, just rocket out those intentions, do it right when you step off that stage or in oh my the God. middle of it all, right? Uh, <laughs> but, but it's about living in this energy of faith and trusting, as I always say, the universe has your back. And listen, are, is it, it's easy for me to say here on this podcast, the universe has your back and people are like, screw you. Well, I've written books about it to help people undo the fear and return to faith. But it's, it's also, it's a practice of undoing. It's a practice of unlearning fear and remembering love and it's truly about having fun. 
in in Super Attractor, I say at the beginning of the book that that this is a book uh, that that claims to be methods for manifesting a life beyond your wildest dreams, which it does. But what it's really about is it's about feeling good. Because when you feel good, you become a magnet for what you want. But what's wacky is that folks really get it the wrong way. They think when I get that thing, I'm going to be happy. But it's oh God. the opposite. It's like when I'm happy, what I desire will come to me. Well, it's such a weird thing because I've I've been writing a lot of songs about that, about how what do you do when you have the awards and you... I've always wanted, I always wanted to play the Grammys my whole life, my whole life. I did. And then I did it. And then when you come off the stage and still that night, I had so much anxiety and I was like, wow, I did the thing I thought would fix everything. Mm -hmm. Like I had the number one record I had a saying at the Grammys and it was super amazing. I'm so grateful for it. But at the same time, it didn't fix the hole that I now feel like is being filled with some sort of cosmic, exciting, joyful spirit. Yes. And it's really exciting. And like, I don't know, I just wanted to share this whole experience with the people listening and also talk to people that I feel like are further along in this journey <laughs> to kind of like guide me and anybody who's listening in the the right direction. Because right now I feel like very unbridled, raw, cosmic wildness. Well, one thing I want to say to you is that you actually have, first of all, first of all, let's just start with the fact that you're at 34 years old, recognizing that nothing out there can be your source of serenity and happiness and joy and, 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 and fulfillment is really awesome, babe. So let's just start there. Congratulations. <laughs> and on the same, in the same breath, there's, there's this, this, you said filling up with this spiritual connection. This is my words, right? But it, it is that it's, it's, I actually write about it in this, in this book I wrote called Spirit Junkie. It was my second book hmm. talk about how, when I was overcoming addiction and, and love addiction, I let spirit become my boyfriend. I was like letting myself great. full with this connection. And so that is a moment to moment process. And it's very important for you also because you channel and because you're hearing voices that you know that you call the shots, you can open up. Like it's like almost like opening your cloak, like visualize it like this, like open your cloak when you want to channel channel for a song or channel for your stage and your audience or channel for your, for your own, you know, journaling or whatever. And then literally close your cloak when you are going to go out for a coffee or you're going to step out and there's paparazzi or whatever. I want you to physically visualize like you're closing a cloak. And that is a message like I'm shutting her down. I don't, right. I don't, or, or if you don't want to hear that voice, you know, nope, I call the shots. I'm in control. This is a two-way conversation. You can't just take over my body and my consciousness, right? So is that, if, if you, you know, I, I heard you say that you want to talk to people looking for this kind of spiritual mentorship. That is, that is something that my medium mentor told me years ago was zip up, close the cloak, you call the shots. I love that. And I feel like I need to hear that because mm -hmm. yes. I love being all the things and I want to be everything anything that someone would need, which I'm assuming, but I, I don't know. You seem like you're also in that position where you're like, I can be whatever you need, you know, come to me and I'll like help you. But I think it's really important to have that like self-care protection side of things. And, and having uh, unspoken boundaries, 
you don't need to shut people down or be like, nope, don't, you know, can't get it. It's an unspoken energetic boundary. If you ever hopefully one day come to a talk I give, you'll see me wide open on stage, but yeah. hopefully one day I'll be able to do a book signing again and hug people and touch their pens and things. But, yeah. um, but you will signing experience when I'm signing the books and there's, there's you know, thousands of people down the line. I close that cloak, I shut her down and I am energetically sending the message that I love you. I'm so grateful you're here, but you cannot hug me. You cannot lay your shit on me right now. I am not going to walk out of here with a thousand people's energy and I'm going to be gracious. I will take a picture. I will do whatever, but I'm not going to walk out. I'm not going to let you take my energy and I'm not going to walk out with yours. And that's a mental commitment. That's a, that's a prayer. That's a decision to, to really make a very silent boundary with the people around you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Boundaries are so hard. <laughs> but like, I was going to ask you, because I did years ago have this feeling of almost like feeling possessed or something. And I totally did an exorcism, the whole thing, because I've always been into just like, I'm open. I'm open. Right. And she said the same thing where you have to protect your energy or else you can almost get 
parasite energy. Yeah, and I wanted to be vampires and, and particularly someone like yourself. I mean, here's the deal. We're all the media today, right? So even if you have like two followers on Instagram, people are thinking about you. But when you're famous and you have millions of people looking at your every move, there are people literally thinking about you all day long and they're playing your music and they're thinking about you. And they're so whether they're well intended or not doesn't matter, but you're getting just daggers and daggers and daggers and energy all day long. So the best practices for you are cutting cords, which I can teach you today, and uh, just even something as, as simple as a salt bath to just clear your energy, uh, prayer, setting those prayers. If there's a great prayer for you, you can listen later and write it down. It's, uh, thank you spirit, your, your guide that you have here, uh, for removing from me any negative energy I may have picked up. And thank you for retrieving any positive energy I may have lost. I, I, I command that this happen now <laughs> and call the shots. Do that every night before you go to bed. I love that. And I took a salt bath, like, bath right before we spoke, which is just weird because I never do that. And today oh, I was like, I'm going to do that. Priming up for this. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the, there's, there's, there's cutting cords, which is uh, through meditation and visualization meditation. You can visualize uh, the, the, if you ever feel like a super strong attachment to like a breakup or a old partner or whoever it may be, yeah. and you still haven't seen them maybe for a year, but they're like hooked. That's when you know you need to cut a cord. And that cord is like a energy cord. It's almost like this black, thick, energetic cord. And in your meditation, you can visualize uh, yourself with a sword. You can visualize, you know, cutting it with a really strong scissor. You can visualize uh, if you believe in Archangel Michael, who has a sword, you can visualize Archangel Michael cutting that cord. And uh, I have a lot of like cord cutting meditations out there that uh, we can maybe gift people. I don't know, but but it's it's the visualization of the cutting of the cord. And you can also work with energy people to, to do the cord cutting on your behalf as well. I would love that because it is hard to cut. I mean, you can take someone physically out of your eyesight and, um, you know, delete their phone number, but there still is that energetic pull, whether or not for me, it's like, I don't want it to be there. I'd rather it be severed, but I guess there's a whole process to it. I'm learning. And and th th it can happen through your own meditation. You can, you can every single day use even the prayer, I forgive you and I release you. I forgive you and I release you. And you just fake it till you make it because you may not believe it yet, but it's something that does transcend the ego when you start to really open up to that consciousness of forgiveness and releasing. So do you ever find it difficult to forgive if someone um, doesn't apologize? Yes, it's harder always to forgive someone who is standing their ground and possibly projecting and blaming you. For me, though, forgiveness isn't about the other person. It's about my own relief. <clears throat> because if I carry that resentment that I'm, they, they say in the 12 steps, it's like hitting your head over the head, it's like hitting yourself over the head with a bat, drinking your own poison. So I, I'm not interested in that. So for me, the pursuit of forgiveness is a, is a very selfish act. It's for my own well-being and my own freedom. But how do you mean it? How do you actually mean it? 
mean forgiveness. So forgiveness is something that gets thrown around a lot in the spiritual world, but I want to give you, I'm going to unpack it for you very simply. So when we have the desire to forgive, that's all that needs to begin the process, open up to the willingness to forgive. Uh, You could say a prayer, set an intention. I'm willing to forgive and release or do like what I said every single morning, say, I'm willing to forgive you and release you. I'm willing to forgive you and release you. And then the third step is to do nothing and let the universe or spirit show you what to do. So you don't actually have to figure it out. When you open up to the willingness to forgive and you stay in that dialogue internally, when that trigger comes up for you with that person, you just say, I'm willing to forgive you and release you. As long as you stay in that openness and that willingness, you will be shown exactly how it is meant to occur. For me, it's, it's been mind blowing how I've been in that prayer and then one morning I'll be meditating and that person will show up in my meditation and I'll see them in the most magnificent form of who they are and I'll cry and I'll feel love for them and like three hours later they'll text me like, I love you, you know? Oh it's my just, God, it's just you're going to make so me cool. cry. Like my heart hurts right now. <laughs> nice, good. I mean, I don't know if that's good or bad. No, it's, it's, it's touching a cord. It's giving you permission to care for yourself. And of course the other relationship benefits from the forgiveness because you let them off the hook energetically. So you're not hooking into your, them with your own cords, but, but you, and you've released them. But it, but I think the most important thing I can say to you is you don't have to figure it out. It, it, It is bestowed upon you when you open up to the consciousness and the willingness to forgive. I think that's the hardest part for me is like, the not doing. Mm. I'm such a doer. Mm-hmm. Like you give me an instruction manual on how to get to the moon. I'll get to the fucking moon. Mm-hmm. Like I'm stubborn, but like the not doing part is the part I'm trying to get more comfortable. Well, the only doing that you have to do in the forgiveness practice, just stay in that mantra. I forgive you. And I release you. There's your doing. There's your job there. That's all you have to do. Okay. I can do that. That's something to do. Well, thank you for like talking with me through all of this. I feel like this was like a therapy session. <laughs> well, I'm a fixer. Remember Kesha? It, it, I can't, I can't, it's, it's rough because like, uh, it's hard for me to have conversations with folks, especially people that I can see them in their own excitement and journey of personal growth and not, and not start like prescribing, but that's just what I do. And it's, 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 it, and, and also because it's your beautiful bravery and willingness to receive new information, which was what makes this podcast so awesome. I've been, I'm a listener. Oh, and yay. Oh my God. Lovato interview. I was like, <gasps> yeah, girl. I'm so heady. I was super into it. And, you know, I just think that, um, I think that there's this, this opportunity to, to just be open to what is being guided in your lap. So interestingly, because you've said yes to doing this podcast, it's almost like you're like, I'm saying yes to getting a master's in personal growth and spiritual development. Right. (laughs) And so, you know, this is your, this is your school. Cool. That is kind of how I feel about it. I had this the crazy situation where like this voice started talking to me and I was like, okay, I am ready. Bring it on. Like, let's go. What is the most important, like uh, the most important message that the voice brought to you? Um, I think it like filled my body with this warmth I've never felt that was self love. And it was like, for the first time in my life, I felt complete and 
what actual acceptance and love felt like. And it was really overwhelming. It was like really, really overwhelming because I've never really felt that before. And I'm very like, I'll be like, oh, I'm crazy. Or I saw this thing or I felt this thing. But I was like, I need you to prove it right now. Mm. And I felt just this overwhelming sensation where I was like, holy shit, it feels like a tidal wave of golden light inside of my body. And since that moment, I was like, okay, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Some more of it, that presence is there for you all the time. He is your guide. He is there as a presence that's steady. I don't think there's any accident that it's a male voice because while that may be somewhat triggering, it's also exactly what you need. And he is showing up for you at a time when not only is he here to support you in your own development, but he's also here to propel you forward as a messenger. Because spirit comes to those who are uh, a, a clear channel to receive the information so that the message can get out. And so you were just this antenna that was like, I'm ready. And that guidance came through and said, let's go. I'm, I'm going to hold your hand through this. So I, I encourage you to listen to, talk to, speak to the voice. If you feel comfortable, only if you feel safe and comfortable to do that, maybe through your writing, like if you're journaling just at the top of the page, just write down like, thank you. Thank you voice. Or maybe you give them a name. When I'm with people like yourself and there's that willingness, I can, I can start to allow it to come through. And for me, I only, I only channel the voice of inspiration and I never, I don't, even if it is a loved one or something, I'm not like giving somebody messages about their future or anything like that. I'm almost just a uh, conduit to remind people of the guidance system that's around them, just to be very clear. So he, he is very, he's, he he is the way that you described him. Like um, what I'm seeing is like those blankets that are like (laughs) those really fuzzy uh, blankets that surround you, but they're almost like full body blankets, right? (laughs) He's like this full body blanket. That's just around you. And he's saying, I'm protecting you. I'm holding you. I'm watching over you. And I'm working through you. I am, I am aware that you may be a little shaken or woo woo. What, what is this mm-hmm. kind of presence? And uh, he said, I'll be patient. I'll, I'll, I'm there and I will come in in a form that you will feel. And write with him, he is asking. So like, um, as I was starting to say at the top of a page in a journal, you can write, what would you have me know today? And he can just give you guidance and wisdom and just start to break it down for you and just let your pen flow. Don't think he's saying, stop thinking so much. Don't think, don't think, don't think, just allow. And, and he, and trust, and trust what you're hearing. He says, sister, trust what you're hearing. Trust what he's calling you sister. Trust what you're hearing. Trust what you're hearing. Trust what you're hearing. You are hearing the voice of God. You are hearing the voice of love. Do not play that down. I think that the core message that he wants you to know is that you are indeed hearing the voice of love and that is the voice of God. And you don't have to, do not minimize it. Catch yourself in those moments when you're playing it down because it's this is your birthright. This is what you came here for. You are not just a musician. You are a channel for love and it is your it is your divine duty to be this messenger in this way and to trust totally trust with all of your inner strength and wisdom that this is happening for a reason and that every step of this experience of opening up to this podcast and being this voice and starting to be a uh, a conduit for spiritual principles and 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 metaphysical ideas and all that you're into is what you what God is using you for now 
And that will only make the music even more powerful, by the way. Oh, that's like something I'm nervous about is that my music's going to be boring if I actually am grounded. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. I actually wrote about this in my latest book. I said, um, I was always afraid that if I lost my, that, that, that getting grounded, I would lose my edge. Yeah. But what I wrote was I just softened my edges. And so you don't lose your edge. It's just more streamlined. It's just more impactful. It's softer. It's clearer. It's, it's more, it's more direct and it can puncture in a different way. So trust me, I don't need to so do. Yeah. And you won't, you won't lose the part of you that's wild and, and, and you don't, that's who you are. You're not going to lose that, but it will just be channeled in a more grounded way for your benefit. Yeah, no, it's, it feels like exciting, terrifying, good, warm, scary, all the things, all the feelings. Uh! <laughs> Can I pick a card for you from one of my <gasps> Yes, I'm so curious what card you're going to pick. Oh my God. So am I. And I just have to point out that the... Um, the Are these your cards? Yeah, but there's a crescent moon and a star on the <gasps> I'm going to barf. Can you see the crescent moon on top of the full moon and all the stars? Sorry. Oh my God. Yeah. You see, I, I'm sorry. I didn't, I just realized that. That literally is making me a crescent feel fucking crazy. moon and a star. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Oh my God. I'm sending you this deck tonight. I cannot even fucking handle this shit. Okay. I told you that you just had to wait. That What a great way to end this. Okay. So here's your message inside the deck. It's good to feel good. That's a message for you. Oh my God. I want to tattoo that on my forehead. More stars. More stars. Okay. Let me pick a card for you. Okay. So what would you have Kesha know today? Let me just pick a card of the highest and best for you today. Okay. Oh shit. <laughs> All right, baby. Oh no, I'm so scared. When I truly surrender my desires to the universe, a mighty force of faith can set in. Okay. Boom. Boom. That's really crazy. I've written in the past two weeks a song called Surrender and Faith. <laughs> so I think we're like really right, synced up right now. This. I'll text it to you. <laughs> I'll send you the deck. But I'm sorry, but the crescent moon. <laughs> so crazy. Let me show you one more time. <laughs> oh my god, that's exactly what I was picturing too. The tiny little gold one. A little gold crescent moon, and then the stars all over the freaking place. Oh my god, Jesus. Or whoever. I picture my angel being like the big Lebowski kind of. Then that's what it is. So I really want to reinforce this. What you envision is is who it is. Yeah, he's totally big presence. Big presence. Big and like big and gentle. Big and gentle and soft blanket, you know, just. And soft blanket. Yeah, but Love also that. like funny, like goofy. Love that. Yeah. That's exactly what I imagined. Yeah. That's it's trippy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for fucking blowing my mind today and joining me and just being here. And I didn't even really ask you like most of the things I was going to, but I just had the loveliest conversation with you. 
Listen, babe, so good to be here. Such a pleasure. It's such a nice opportunity to to support and and thank you for being uh, receptive because as a fixer and I want to, you know, my, my, my job and my, like I'm starting, I'm starting a podcast called Dear Gabby, where I literally just think for an hour and just like fix people. Oh my God. Great. <laughs> and so I just want to thank you for being open to my fixing and not being like, who is this woman? Oh my God, please. I think that if someone feels like this conversation was opening for them and they're interested in the spirit guides and a lot of what we were talking about with manifesting that I think super attractor, my book that you've been reading is the one that I would recommend to to folks. It's a good gateway in and and it really helps people recognize the methods for manifesting. And I think another book that I wrote that is very um, valuable for folks is called The Universe Has Your Back. And that's about transforming fear into faith. And I think a lot of folks need that today. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm grateful. I know that this is something that you share with me, but having the experience of slowing down allowed you and I both to listen to what the next right action should be. And so, so well, this has been, well, 2020 into 2021 has been horrific. We've lost so many people and it's been traumatizing. There has been a lot of great movements of love that have come from it. And I want to thank you for being one of them. It's oh God. Thank you for the same reasons, for being a place for me to find love in the madness and uncertainty and very uncomfortable moments. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate just your words and your honesty. Is, it helps mm-hmm. a lot of people and it helps me. So thank you. Getting a lot easier, sister. It will be a lot easier. Like, oh, you're going to make me cry. Yeah, yeah, he's seeing, he's like going like fast, fast, fast. Things are going to just unfold and, and develop and it's easy, easy, easy. Like the word is ease because you can feel it. You can feel it. Yeah. You can take a deep breath and know that you don't have to do and that all the doing was in the pursuit of greatness and you don't have to be in any way regretful of how much doing you have done, but that moving forward, it's going to be a lot easier. Fuck, I hope he's right. <laughs> it's your choice. It's your choice. No, I choose the, what did you say? Ease. Stop trying. Ease. 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 Easy. And remember your card. Oh my God, let's read it again. Hold on a second. <laughs> when I surrender my desires to the universe, a mighty force of faith can set in. I'm, I need to, I need a picture of that. I'm sending you the whole deck. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a picture of it tonight. You can just save it on your home screen. Oh, babe. Oh, my God. Thank you. You oh. just made me cry like eight times. <laughs> I'm so, I'm like, I'm just so excited for you. I love meeting people when they're in this like ripe moment of just full-blown transformation and just receptivity and willingness. And it, oh, it's, it's really thrilling for me to win. I'm ready to have it be like easier and more joyful. So I'm ready for affirmation. I'm ready for life to be easy and joyful. Okay. I'm ready for life to be easy and joyful. Go girl. (laughs) Go girl. Go girl. (laughs) I have to go fix my mascara now. Okay. Everybody. Thank you so much for listening to me. Cry at your faces. Thank you so much to Gabby Bernstein for being here. This was my favorite thing ever and keep on creeping on. Keep on creeping on. <laughs> <laughs>
BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.